This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Hello everyone. Namaste. Welcome to the fresh episode of Summed Up, the legal podcast. I'm your host, Advocate Saili Ganu Dapke. And today, I'm going to share with you a story of my two friends, Anu and Minu. Three of us have been together since school. Anu and Minu's nature is totally different. Anu is someone who goes by gut feeling, instincts and is a quick decision maker. Everything is stored in her brain. She does remember everything and often presumes that others also remember every minute detail that was discussed. Minu is more into gathering information, analyzing and comparing before taking any decisions. She notes down all the details and references and makes sure that the records are well maintained. She still has her diaries from school time. Both of them plan their own weddings. They choose the venue, the caterer, photographer, makeup artists and all the other service providers. I was helping them with the arrangements and I happened to attend both their meetings with the photographers. Anu discussed her requirements with the photographer and finally gave him the brief of her requirements. He needed to be present on the wedding day, click photos and give her the album of 400 photos in two weeks time from the wedding. That was about it. Minu also discussed her requirements with the photographer and then she gave him a brief of requirements in writing. It listed the date of the wedding, the time at which the photographer and his team had to be present at the venue, the lights and other equipments that they needed to carry on their own. Minu also had a list of important rituals ready of which there had to be at least one photograph. As a fun point, she had also mentioned that the photographer had to use a professional camera and cannot shoot the wedding on his mobile camera. She of course had written down all the commercial arrangements also. The advance she has paid and when the balance was to be paid and how much. On the day of the wedding, Anu's photographer missed out on being there on time that she expected him to be. He was so late that he missed couple of the rituals. When she complained, he told her that she had told him only the day and not the time. He also did not know he had to reach so early to cover all the rituals. Anu was frustrated because she did remember that she had not told him all these things explicitly. She had merely presumed that he would be aware of these as he had covered many weddings before hers. Minu's photographer did everything as per the checklist. There were couple of points which he missed and Minu paid him less for not doing things that he had agreed to do. He had to accept that as she had clearly mentioned it in the return brief. There was no point in having dispute about it. I could relate all these to the scenarios that I come across in commercial transactions of my clients. Many of the times I have seen that the issues and disputes regarding the transactions arise because either the details were not discussed, negotiated and finalized in the initial stages. If done, the conclusions of the negotiations are not recorded. 
Sometimes the persons executing the transactions on ground don't really know what was discussed and negotiated in the initial stages. The law of contracts is in a way very flexible law. It gives the parties the freedom to decide about different stages and aspects of the transaction. For example, if I am planning to purchase a flat, I can negotiate with the seller and we can mutually decide what shall be the date of transaction, how shall I pay him, shall it be paid in one go or shall there be installments, shall I hand over the checks or shall I transfer the money online. When shall he hand me over the keys to the flat, the possession and all the original documents? We can also negotiate and agree upon whether there will be extension of time or will the agreement be cancelled if I cannot arrange the funds in given time and many more such factors. When the parties do not negotiate and agree about points of laws, the law of contracts has some specific rules about the performance of contracts, who shall perform, the time and the place for performance. They are already in place. There are also specific rules about changes in and modification to or cancellation of contracts. The law also clearly defines what happens when one of the parties does not do what he is expected or agreed to do under the agreement. That is, what happens in case of breach of an agreement. What are the situations in which compensation will be paid and what are the cases in which courts shall order the specific performance, meaning the court shall order the party to perform his part of the promise in the contract. Law of contract says that both verbal and written agreements are perfectly legal. Only in case of verbal agreements, there has to be some document or other proofs which can indicate or substantiate what the verbal agreement was. Apart from the law of contract, there are some other laws applicable to various specific type of transactions which may make it compulsory to have an agreement in writing. There is another set of laws which specifies which of these written agreements also need to be stamped that is stamp duty needs to be paid in respect of them and which of these need to be registered with the government office. Legally, even if verbal agreements are recognized, in reality, in case there is a dispute, it is very difficult to prove a verbal agreement. As they are already in disputes, the parties obviously do not agree upon what the terms of contract were. And the court has to rely on the evidences, that is proofs provided by each side, to decide what was really agreed between them. This is why written agreements shall be preferred over verbal ones, especially in crucial transactions. But most of the times, documentation of these important transactions takes a backseat. Many a times, the points are not even discussed. Even if they are discussed, they are not noted down. And this is done for many reasons. Because the other side is a relative or a friend whom you know for years. Because the person has come through a reliable source. Because the other side is a famous name in the market. Or because the order and the client is so big 
or important that one feels that they have to accept everything that the client proposes if they have to get the order as a part of the legal discipline and hygiene for a business every business person has to understand why there has to be a record of terms agreed in any transaction and why written agreements are important the main focus of any contract is to develop a business relationship which is beneficial to both the sides parties need to develop confidence in each other and they can do this only when there is no dispute about each and every minute fact of the transaction this is the basic benefit of having a written document to record the details which both sides have agreed to if it is there there are no disputes about the basics and both sides can perform their part with confidence many times especially in complex transactions the points are agreed after different rounds of negotiations so a written agreement or document becomes the proof of the finally agreed terms it also helps in avoiding misunderstandings and misconceptions at any stage of the transaction it's a clear understanding of the transaction leaving no scope for confusion many times people who negotiate the transaction are different from the people who actually execute them this may be simply because the departments doing these roles are different or because the people who are involved in the process of negotiation are no longer associated with the execution whether because they are now assigned to a different project or they have switched job or they have retired or they have any other personal and health issues so a written document always brings clarity about who is expected to do what without having to rely on a person his memory and the rapport with other side that also reduces the probability of missing out on things that were to be done on a practical level it also helps one to keep track of all the transactions that a business person has entered into the stages at which each of these transactions are and what he is expected to do in the next stage this is called as contract management if it is so well managed then one can definitely plan and utilize his resources better the management becomes more effective writing a contract in easy to understand but clear and specific language becomes very important it can be done by person himself but when it is about the transactions that are very crucial to your business i'll suggest that do take help of experts in drafting the agreements for such transactions experts who understand your business as well as the legalities there are so many types of agreements that people enter into in the course of their business there are non disclosure agreements popularly known as ndas the consultancy agreements the vendor agreements technology transfer agreements licensing agreements software development agreements software licensing agreements we will discuss about these in nutshell in some other episode for now this is about contracts and having written contracts thank you so much for tuning in i hope you liked today's discussion and you'll find it useful in the next episode 
Let's discuss about property and different laws governing different types of properties. If you have liked this episode or have any questions, do comment your thoughts or DM us on Instagram at EPLog Media. You can also let us know specific topics that you would like me to discuss about. If you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, do rate us as it will help others to discover the podcast. And do subscribe to Summed Up on EPLog Media website or your preferred podcast streaming app so that you'll get to know when the next episode is up. Till then, take care and bye.